What up, everybody? Welcome back um, to Duking It Out. It is, we're probably going to launch this on Monday. means Mother's Day was yesterday. And so I thought it fitting that we say a sh- or we share a memory about our mothers. Do you have one? Share a memory? Or like a thing that you love about your mom, whatever. Mm, I do love my mom. I love my mom so much. I um, was in charge of organizing the Mother's Day gift this year for our my mother. I have I'm one of five, and so we all chipped in and got her dinner and little treats and flowers and all that jazz. And um, it just made me realize, like, I'm never in charge of those things. I'm not one of the older ones, and normally, like, older siblings, you know, do that. But I'm the one with the least going on right now. <laughs> so it got <laughs> delegated to me. That's funny. Um, and it was just so fun. I was thinking about how grateful I am that I could help give back more than just being like, oh, yeah, I'll chip in a couple bucks. Like, thanks. Mm-hmm. But like actually like doing it like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Organizing where we're going to because no one's in Reading where she is. Right. So it all had to be like Uber Eats in or like delivered or like and organizing all that and like coordinating with my dad. And and so it was just um, quite the process. And then, of course, it's like COVID. So, like, certain things were out that aren't normally out. But then, like, what's open and right. all that jazz. But, yeah, it just made me realize how I don't usually have an opportunity to give back to my mom. Even hmm. on Mother's Day, like, you, like, get them flowers and get a card. But, sure. but that does nothing to scratch the surface of all that your mom has given you. And I'm just so grateful that my mom is is more than just like a maternal figure. Mm. She's really like a spiritual guide to me. And she's someone who I always go to when I want to talk about Jesus stuff, when I want to talk about heart stuff, life stuff, like pretty much everything. Like if anything's going on in my life, my mom knows. <laughs> I'm so glad you have your mom. <laughs> yeah. The other day we were, <laughs> the other day I was working, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I had my headphones on and then uh, I ended up hopping on. Oh yeah. I looked back and I saw you like in tears. Oh yeah. Like wailing with your mom mm-hmm. and uh, we're stuck in a tiny apartment and I was like oh do I as the husband step up and give comfort and support and I looked over I'm like nope this is not one of those moments <laughs> and so I put on my headphones and I started to play Call of Duty with Sam and, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and I whispered into the mic and I said Sam right now Natalie's having a meltdown and I'm trying to be a good husband by staying busy and playing Call of Duty <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I'm really grateful you have your mom. Your mom is awesome. Uh, When I first met her, I said she's my favorite intercessor, and I still stand by that. She's dope. She's She's so great. She's the bomb. She's sweet. So happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you so much. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm trying to think of uh, a memory. Um, For your mom? Yeah, from my mom. I think, you know, I don't know if there's, well, there's definitely probably specific ones that come to mind. I think the thing that I appreciate is she's been a constant example of sacrificial Mm. giving yeah and uh yeah she's she's very generous with her time and efforts and and she's so quick to serve everyone around her which has been really cool she really is yeah and i think probably my favorite thing so here's the thing the moment you meet my mom she is the sweetest most timid person Mm -hmm. Uh, like so quiet so to herself Mm -hmm. and like 
I just want you to know if you're me ever meeting my mom for the first time, I'm a br- the jig is up. She's not that. <laughs> she is like she like if an onion could have a soft, unassuming exterior, but like a ghost pepper hiding on the inside, that's my mom. And she's so funny. She's saucy. She yeah. is peppery. Mm-hmm. She's hilarious. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, she's so lovely. Yeah, yeah. And just a legacy of like generosity and yeah. serving. It's yeah. dope. It's Your mom dope. really does do a lot. She's always texting us like, I'm making extra food. Do you want to pick some up? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah. a mom. I mean, seriously, growing so up, I'm, I'm probably the only person in the world who had this problem. I had to I had to have serious talks with my mom for her to stop buying me stuff. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I need you to not buy me clothes anymore. Or I need you to stop buying me this. Um, because her taste wasn't what I was going for as I was a... Because <laughs> you were a, a cool... As I was... Oh, no, it wasn't cool, but I was trying to become cool. Mm. And Mom wasn't on the wave of me trying to get that cool. polo life. Uh, so I was like, okay, I really need to... I need to shrink this down. I need to, I need to slow down the pace. <laughs> the other thing my mom would do is like, uh, if you ever tell her... So for instance... Um, if you ever like something, mm-hmm. um, don't tell my mom if you want one and not 30 of them. Mm-hmm. So like if I, for instance, if I say, oh, like, oh, I got a guy some long johns. Like next time we show up at the house, have, like, we'll have 12 yeah. long johns from like yeah. Costco or like Winners or something. Yeah. So she is above and beyond lavish. Yeah. And yes. uh, oh, my gosh, probably the only woman in the world where her 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 generosity has to be tampered by the person like it's 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 hilarious yeah. she's such a character she's she great is. she's so giving she's always looking for a way to like give and serve you totally and not just I, you but everyone and I, I think i remember one time she said she was like she's like well i like people she goes i think it was in response to like her giving a lot and like people trying to like dampen it she's like i'd rather give you it now and see your reaction yeah. and see it help you then i'm dead and then i mm-hmm. and i don't get to see any of it and i was like all right well if you put it that way <laughs> She's, she's so like, generous. We're live it up. I know she's so generous. Me and my sisters were hanging out with her, and she's like, "Me and my dad took out life insurance. Do you want to know how much you get if we die?" And I'm like, "No, none of us want to know that." She's, she's like plotting her own demise oh my gosh, for I the know, benefit of I her know, children. I know, I know. It was it was so oh funny. So, um, she's like, "What yeah. a giving, giving woman." Oh, totally. I tur- I turned it down the headphones just in case you noticed that. I think oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if we were. Just some tech stuff. But yeah, anyway, shout out to moms. Moms shout everywhere. Shout out to moms everywhere. Happy Mother's Day. In my in my youth program, so I'm, I'm a youth pastor and we have volunteers that uh, are the hands and feet of, of loving our students. And two moms, oh my gosh, they always come to mind. And uh, especially in this, in this corona time, geez. Bless mothers. Shout out to them. Everywhere. Shout out to them. <laughs> Uh, we're also at the spot where like a lot of our friends are starting to have kids. Yeah. And, uh, so obviously there's a part of me that's like, oh, should we be doing, should we be having that? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I see how tired all of our friends look and I'm like, well, it's going to be us eventually. But it's like, so do we bite the bullet with our friends or do we just, what do you think? Should we have kids? Live it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we'll have, we'll have, I don't know. I just, I just want to be a bit more set up i mean who knows this is my dad is he'll, he'll always say he's like listen like me and your mom had nothing yeah. so however you guys start having kids it's going to be better than us yeah. and i was like yeah that's true and so. we have they our kids would have your parents as grandparents which means they would be taken care of 100 percent. oh for sure oh for sure we we have good support which yes. is which is awesome yes we do 
Yeah. Yeah. It's real. Oh, man. Yeah. Shout out to mothers Shout all over the world. Mothers. I feel like this Mother's Day has been actually so much, you know, how some like sometimes birthdays fade or, or sure. Mother's Day fades or, you know, holidays just kind of blur and like right. some years they're a big deal and some years they're not so much a big deal. Yeah. I feel like this year is such a big year for Mother's Day. It feels so special. Hmm, I don't know if it's more because like we're all in quarantine and maybe we have more time to think about things or we're more <laughs> grateful for our yeah, yeah, family. Yeah. Yeah. But it does. It just feels like extra special. I'm does it feel extra special for you because you're far from your mom? Like you miss your mom? Um, I guess. I mean, I was far from my mom last Mother's Day too. Yeah, that's true. And I've spent other Mother's Days away. Do you feel like, la- that's true. Do you feel like last Mother's Day, you, you were in slow, which is like mm-hmm. six or hours away from Reading or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, do you feel like it was because of, in part, it was on your own terms, but like marriages sucked you to Canada and now you're away from your mom on other terms? No, I don't think it feels like that. Um, I don't know. I think maybe we were just more on top of it as siblings. Like some, hmm. like last year we didn't all, we did all separate things. Like we didn't do a big sibling thing. Right, But right, this year, yeah. like I, well. You we, got in charge. Of, I got in charge. I, I wasn't going to say like I took the reins, but yeah, I was, yeah. I was given the reins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> with supervision. With, with supervision. <laughs> and then I kind of organized it and everything. Um, <laughs> But we all did something together, which we don't always do. Right. Sometimes we do. For my dad, we usually do. Um, but for my mom, it's a little different. So. Yo, shout out to families who actually remember their dad. As in, like, dads <laughs> always get the... I remember my first job was at Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. And Mother's Day was the most busiest day yeah. of the year. And then I think it was, like, Valentine's 2nd. And then I'm, and then you have like your Christmas and mm-hmm. whatever and the Easter and stuff times. like yeah 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 yeah. Father's Day was a regular day. Nothing crazy. Literally not an ounce busier, mm-hmm. not an ounce less busy. Yeah. It was a normal Sunday. Like it was. There you go. It was weird. So the fact that you actually have some coordination for the father of the home that's 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 impressive. I know. I wish we could do. I wish we did more, but I think. It is different for moms versus dads in most families. I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I feel yeah. like I can say I have a somewhat, well, I wouldn't say traditional family because we're a very blended family, but like everyone's closer to mom than to dad. Right, but right, right. part of that is literally biology. Yeah, because so, everyone's sharing the mom. Yeah. Yeah. So mom always gets like, well, of course she's my mom, she's my mom, and mm. then but then for Father's Day, there's this, like, well, it's Dad. Like, what are we going to do? Like, oh, we'll give him, like, a butcher gift card or whatever. Whereas sure, yeah. I think for Mother's Day, people are like, oh, I don't want Mom to have to cook. I don't want Mom to have to clean. Sure. I don't want have to mo- Mom to have to do all the other things she normally does. Right. Whereas dads typically aren't doing much of that anyways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> on yeah, yeah. the up, like, on the yeah, yeah, perception yeah. level. Sure, Who of knows course, how of it course. actually divvies yeah, up, yeah, but yeah, the perception yeah. is. Slaving away at work, putting bread on the table. Yeah, but we can't keep you from but, work. <laughs> I mean, like, we can't save you <laughs> yeah, from that. That's so. true, that's true. You still got to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, we get you barbecue or we get you a gift card to meet. Right, or, right, you know. yeah. That's totally. usually what we do for my dad is like right. a meat gift card, which mm-hmm. is great. I mean, I started doing that for my dad. I think yeah, he likes I think it. It's great. Hopefully, he likes it. I think it's so fun because like meat. Every, I think dads typically really like grilling or smoking or yeah. you know like smoking meats or you know sure, sure, sous viding sure. meats or I don't know why meats are such a big deal. You like meat a ton too. I do. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. 
if you get me a butcher gift card, I'd be like, I guess I'll use this for Thanksgiving and <laughs> get a turkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. It, it is kind of different. But it is. It is. For Mother's Day, we did desserts and dinner and flowers and the whole like cutesy little thing. Also because they're moving, so we didn't want to get them anything that they would have to move. I'm so glad your parents are moving. Me too. Reading was great, but I, I uh, yeah, I'm so glad. I know. I'm really grateful. So my parents live in Redding, California right now, which is where Nick and I met. And they moved out there two years after I did. I went, moved out there to attend Bethel School Supernatural Ministry. And oh, that's the first time we've mentioned Bethel on the podcast. Have we? I don't know. We, we mentioned that we went to Bible school, but we never named it. Oh, okay. Anyways, there's there the is. name. Um, and then my parents came to be a part of the church two years later. And so... They've been there ever since, which is now, I think they've been there five years Mm. Uh, or yeah, five or six years. Yeah. Um, But we grew up in North Carolina and that's where they moved from. So now they're moving back to South Carolina. They're going to be on the East Coast, which is way closer to us because we're on like the East Coast of Canada. Totally. Sort of. You yeah, know, we're if we were east. in America, we'd be in the Midwest, but because we're in Canada, we're considered east. We're considered east. And you know what's funny is yeah. uh, when we were in when we were in Reading, uh-huh. um, someone was trying to describe to other Americans uh-huh. where Toronto was mm-hmm. in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I was happened to be in the circle of this conversation. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh yeah, no, like Nick's from Toronto, and that's kind of in the and and the in like the Middle East. And <laughs> Because I'm brown. a brown man in white redding, it was like, oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> You're just Middle Eastern. I know. I was like, oh, my gosh. It but was... it's true. Toronto is kind of like Middle East Canada. Are you talking about culturally or, I mean, no, no. also culturally? Like geography. But... Like if you look at the geography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's not like the East Coast. Because so if, most of our listeners are Canadian. But if any American listeners are out there and you don't know Canadian geography, like me before I moved. No, our, uh, we have a lot of people. Well, not a lot. We have a sizable portion of our listeners oh, that's we? in the States. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the States. Yeah. Um, so, like, basically, Toronto is, like, right above the Great Lakes. Which, if you say that, you think, oh, Great Michigan's. Lakes, Michigan. Yes. But if you don't say that Toronto is near the Great Lakes and you just say, oh, Toronto's out east, I think it's above New York. And it is above New York. But differently, because of the Great Lakes. Well, you have to go around the Great Lakes, but it's like north of New York. But I don't think of Michigan and New York as being that close. Is Buffalo a state or is it Buffalo, New York? Buffalo is New York. Buffalo is a city in New York. Okay, so you cross, you, we can go to Buffalo mm-hmm. and that's like going to New York. That's one of the closest borders for us. For us. Yeah. And Niagara. Where's Niagara? That's New York for That's you guys, New York too? too? Yeah, yeah. So we're literally, we are. I guess It's just around the lake. Yeah. yeah. So it's just so confusing to me because I don't think as much of Michigan and New York as being close. I think it's the Toronto hate because I think. Toronto when, hate? Yeah, yeah, no yeah. No one's out to know. get you. Everyone's out to get us because no we're the best. No one's against you. Uh, it's because, you know what? It's like, actually, it's funny. Um, one way to compare Toronto is like saying it's like Canada's version of New York, mm-hmm. and then people from New York get pissed. They're like, "It's nothing like New York." Yeah, well, every, I, New York's pissed at everyone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But because I'm from Toronto, I get it. Like, I think Toronto is the best. Mm. Like, I understand why people hate people from Toronto. Mm. I don't get it. We're hateable. You know, I was driving. Haters through- gonna hate. Kind of hate. <laughs> oh, okay. Aggressive. I was driving through Toronto yesterday, and uh, so a couple days today, I've had to do some deliveries to some things. And driven through parts of t- Toronto. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. But I'm not like, 
this is the ish. This is the most life-changing city you'll ever live in. There's nowhere like Toronto. And I'm like, I don't get there it. Because isn't. I don't get Toronto it. Toronto is the best. I don't Yo, right now, just so you know, it. I'm home stuck in quarantine just like all of you. And I'm literally wearing a sweatshirt right now that says home is Toronto. You are wearing a From sweatshirt. Peace Collective, which is the most like boastful, I'm from Toronto, I want everybody to know brand. I don't get it. And then I get super pissed when people say Scarborough's not from Toronto. No, Scarborough's not a part of Toronto. But Scarborough is a part of Toronto. Sc- that's right. That's right. Because you, dra- you drive into Scarborough and there's signs that say, welcome to Toronto. Exactly. And because and our ambassador, Drake, said it is. so. And if you put Toronto on the address instead of Scarborough, it still gets to you. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was looking up an uh, address today because I was looking at real estate just for funsies. And the address said Toronto, Toronto. And I was like, that's interesting. And then I looked on the map, and it was in Scarborough. But the, but the actual address said Toronto, Toronto. There you go. There so, you go. There you go. Scarborough yep. is part of Toronto. It's true. There you go. For all you haters. Yeah. Um, and, I will say, uh-huh. Toronto is, like, nicer than I thought originally. I think when I first saw Toronto, I uh-huh. just saw, the, like, the gross parts or, like, the non-exciting parts. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because, like, I remember we drove, like, my very first time in Toronto, you were driving me around, and all I kept seeing was, like, strip joints, like, stripper places, and I was like, <laughs> Where was I driving you? you? There was one building that was empty, and you were like, oh, this used to be, like, the biggest strip joint, like, the whole area. Do you remember? But it's, like, empty now. It's this oh, big building. That's hilarious. Um, listeners, we're talking about caddies at, at, like, Eglinton and, like, something, you know, it's like it's it had the reason why I don't know if it's a big strip joint. I just know that it's like the only one that I know of in Scarborough where and it's not there anymore. No, it's but empty the reason why it's iconic, it is iconic because as a kid, I'm driving on Eglinton all the time because uh-huh. we used to live at like Kennedy and Eglinton or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, so going to church and and I don't remember where we live. Anyway, I just remember we'd always drive past this building Stop. and it would say caddies on it and the reason why it was so iconic as a kid is because you know how signs like stores and stuff have a sign uh-huh. they had a cadillac oh like an actual car like a car on like you know where the the what's the eavesdrop thing is that what it's called the the shelter thing like if you're getting under oh. the rain but you're outside the building how there's like shelter the covering the covering over the covering was a cadillac car oh wow so it's like as a kid, I don't know what our strip joint is, but I'm growing but up. But you know what a Cadillac is. I know what a Cadillac is. is, though, and I'm like, <laughs> and in my head, and I never actually asked my parents, uh, like, what it was. I don't think. I mean, I must have. I must have at some point. But there was there was caddies that had the Cadillac, mm-hmm. and then it had a restaurant to the side that had, like, karaoke or something like that. Oh, cool. And I was always in my head. Now, this is so weird that this is coming to me now. <laughs> and I'm remembering as a child, I'm like... Why can't we ever go to that restaurant? I want to go to the restaurant that's beside the Cadillac. There's a good reason you never went there's to that a, There's a very good reason I never went to the restaurant that was beside the Cadillac. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the, oh, 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 this is why I brought it up. Because at the time, there was a church planter who was looking at that building oh. to try to, like, buy it and start I a church. Like, that. turn the strip club into yeah. a church kind that of thing. That would have been cool. So that would have been cool. Um yeah, so anyway, that's 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 the whole caddy story. That's oh, so funny. Oh. And I actually saw on the internet the other day that that caddy's Cadillac uh-huh. 
is in some junkyard. Like someone took a picture of it in the junkyard. Oh like it gosh. finally got scrapped. Oh wow. Or finally, and someone took a picture someone and it went up on the Someone saw it in the junkyard and was like, oh my gosh, caddies. That's caddies. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate that it's so recognizable. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. Oh, dang. Welcome to our Christian podcast, everybody. Yeah, so that talk was my about- like, <laughs> introduction to Toronto was like all these strip joints. Yeah, that's so funny. And even recently. All these strip joints. I can't think of any others. I feel like I just kept seeing like grimy stuff yeah like sex stores oh and there all is that a lot stuff. of like massage parlor stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, you yeah. can just spot them pretty easily yeah yeah, yeah and so true. i was just like oh this place is like grimy yeah and then we were even the other day do you remember when we were downtown toronto and we went to the this game store to get a board game oh yeah, we, yeah yeah right there but then we, we parked lock up yeah pre-lock up this was like months ago um, to get this game called Splendor, we highly recommend two to four player game, super awesome, super fun. Um, but we had to park in this like parking lot and we were walking and the parking lot we parked in that had just happened to be like available was right next to this huge strip joint, this like gentleman's club. And there was all of these giant pictures of all of these ladies in oh, lingerie. Oh uh, yeah. I, I don't and remember. And I was like, Toronto, you just keep proving my point. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. So I just don't know. I'm like, I see things in Toronto and I'm like, oh yeah, I mean like it's just a big city. Like it's just a big city with all of the big city garbage, unfortunately. We did drive by the University of Toronto Scarborough campus the other day because we were in Scarborough and um, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go to University of Toronto and I got accepted to the main campus and Scarborough campus. So we drove around. It was so nice. It was so much nicer than I expected. That's funny because like, if in the UFT hierarchy, uh-huh. like Scarborough's probably at the bottom. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't actually know. But I just know like St. George is the ish. Yeah. And uh, it's like downtown. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know after that. I just know. If the it, other one's like, like, was it Winnipeg? No. No, no. It would be. It was. Minnesota. I think Mississauga. That was really funny. Uh, <laughs> there is Mississauga. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota. That, I, hope, I hope you get teased with that for a long time. No one teased me, please. I think, <laughs> and then I think somewhere you, 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 I think, I don't know. I thought there was only three campuses. Scarborough, Mississauga. No, I think there's another St. one in George. Durham. Oh. St. George is the downtown there's one. There's not one in Durham. Is no? there? I thought there, is that UOIT? That's not the same thing? No. Okay, never mind. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was really nice. Like, I kind of expected this, like, rundown, like, community college-esque vibe. But it was, like, this gorgeous building with, like, a beautiful green space. and like, Yeah, it does have a lot of greenery. It was really nice. Was, like, That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's funny because I think coming out of high school, uh-huh. there was a lot of people from a high school that went to UFT Scarborough. Of course. It's right there. Exactly. And, uh, and a bunch of immigrant families who are yeah. like just stay at home and go to school where you yeah. can right like why would you go all the way downtown or whatever the case may be yeah. uh, or maybe you didn't get in or maybe you chose whatever um and uh yeah so i remember the impression of uft scarborough just being like high school 2.0 so yeah. even though it's university of toronto the yeah. best university in canada mm-hmm. what was it top four in north america or something like that or top 16 in north america what was it it was, like, number 17 out of the entire world. Out of the world, okay. Yeah, UCLA was, like, 16. That's right, that's right, that's right. Um, and so I was, like, I, I just don't think because I grew up in Scarborough that I have a high prestige value yeah. for UFT Scarborough. So it was kind of cool to drive through the campus and then I mean, actually I don't be impressed know about the classes, right? Exactly, gone. exactly. But the building itself was very nice. Right, And they right. did a great, it was really cute and it was, like, 
lots of windows and like kind of modern design. The, the campus itself looked really cute. Yep. Um, and it was right across the street was like another gorgeous building yeah. um, that was like an athletic building. And so, I mean, I don't know enough to know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, you know, summertime. Sorry. I, I really hope it actually gets warm mm-hmm. in the summer because <laughs> actually it's so tough because all of the big things are might still be closed. But yeah. summertime in Toronto has every weekend there's something big That's going what on. You've yeah, yeah, lots of food festivals, yeah. like just a lot of celebrations. I mean, I just am looking forward to the time that I can like go outside without needing a jacket. Yeah, it'll get real hot. Like you'll yeah, yeah. Um, don't worry. It'll hit you. I mean it'll it's we're recording this on Mother's Day weekend and it snowed twice this morning. It yeah. snowed and then it all melted. Yeah, and it's then it Saturday morning. Again. We're probably gonna release this Monday morning, but it's so like even so this is one of the things I wanted to bring up. It's not like a topic, it's just Justin Trudeau was talking about he was doing his like daily address to the country. Mm-hmm. Does he daily address? I think so. Oh wow. I think so. Um and then uh and he goes and it's snowing here in Ottawa because that's just what 2020 brings us. <laughs> and I was like, wow, the leader of our country is defeated right now. He is toast. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I just barely got this election. I just I slid into the prime ministership for whatever term. I, I have to deal with this global pandemic. And yeah. on top of that, it's snowing again in freaking yeah. May. It sucks. It does it suck. Sucks. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. We're, I'm, I'm in that run club, and I have stopped running. It's. I mean, because it's... And then, like, the weather today, it stopped snowing, but on the forecast, when you check your, like, weather app, it just is, like, wind, 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 wind. Oh, it's wind. terrible. And three degrees. <gasps> oh, it's six degrees Celsius oh right now. Oh, my gosh. It's so miserable. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, like, I'm usually pretty resilient when it comes to the weather, but, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I'm feeling annoyed mm-hmm. and... Part of it's just rough because, like, we really want to get out, and we need to. For, like, our own mental health, we need to get out of your apartment. It's but when true. it's so cold, you can only go outside for so long. Exactly. And it's not – and before, if you're not in quarantine, you can, like, go out, and it's like, oh, I'm going to go, like, to the shop, or I'm going to go to the garage store, do all these, like, things that get me out. Exactly. But I'm still warm mostly. Right, And then, right, of course, right. none of that happens. Yeah. Oh, it's miserable. Yeah. It's miserable. You know, stand. We just got to stay positive. That's true. Well, you asked me right before we started the podcast, like, what do you think we'd be doing today if uh, if we weren't in quarantine? Yeah. And I and I, ironically, I was like, probably and hopefully exactly this. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, I, it was nice. I'm yeah. enjoying today. Even we though do I'm have joined. very different quarantine experiences. Yeah, we do. Because even like, it was like two Saturdays ago and... I was like, I wasn't really doing anything at the time. Now I, I'm more busy, but I wasn't really busy at the time. And I was so excited that Nick had a day off. You know, it's Saturday. Like, it's it's the weekend. Like, he doesn't do work on Saturday. Friday, Sunday, sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. Monday through Thursday. Definitely. But Saturday is the most free day I have. Saturday is the most free day. I was so excited. So, like, I wake up. I'm like, Nick, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, what are we going to do? We're going to do something fun. We're going to do something <laughs> together. And he's like, um, I don't know. I kind of just, like want to take it easy and I literally looked at him and I was like that's all I've been doing all week like the audacity to tell me you just want to take it easy oh I'm so Uh, are you still trying to find a job or are you just just doing the business I'm just doing the business I mean I've applied 
I'm shocked I haven't gotten anything. Do you want me to try to... Maybe it's the Lord. Ask around? No. I feel good that it's the Lord. I feel like it's... I'm, I'm pouring time into this coffee business. Um, and that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. That's and I th- good. I think it's good because the... For me, this is an opportunity for me to give a lot of time to growing this when there's not really other distractions. True, true. So um, I think it's important that I just keep plugging away and and giving it time and um, staying active on social media with it and, and developing coffee skills and more knowledge and recipes and you know, to get us. So, um, for those of you who are like, what Natalie runs a coffee business or what she runs a business Mm -hmm. or what coffee? Um, I am co-owner, I guess. I mean, working alongside, working alongside. Nick doesn't like that. I just said co-owner. Yeah. Cause you don't own the business, but I don't not own the business. I guess that's not true. You don't (laughs) own the, you own 0% of it. Yeah. But I'm making a, all the money is kind of going through me right now. Right. So you're like working alongside the business or managing? Managing? I guess I'm managing. But I also don't make an... I don't know. It's <laughs> You're working alongside the business. Nothing wrong with that. I don't... Nick always gets weird when I talk about this. I don't know why. Well, because... Yeah, you don't own a business. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so you can't say you own a business when you just don't actually own the business. <laughs> That's, I didn't think I was being weird. It's like saying, is the dress white or gold? And and you're like, no, it's blue and whatever. Like, it's blue it's, and black. Yeah, and it's not actually blue and black. It's white and gold. No, the dress in real life is blue and black. Okay, so this, this uh-huh. instance yep. is flipped. So there you go. So this one's flipped. Okay, so... so <laughs> oh, my gosh. So <laughs> we have a dear friend. His name's Hartley. He started a company called Hearts Espresso. A mobile espresso. espresso. It's a mobile espresso yeah. bar. focuses he, on events. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, the moment I'm trying to say it, you're like, and he does this, and I'm like, what's the point of me talking? <laughs> okay, talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so his name is Hartley. I met him Hartley through Russell. Nick. Hartley Russell. Hartley Russell. He's one of Nick's. I'm just joking. That was a joke. I'm going to slap this computer down. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yes, he started a mobile espresso bar business to do like weddings and corporate events and all that stuff. So when we ended up moving to Ajax, where we are now, we're much closer. He's in Toronto. And so that's basically like right down, not right down the street, but it's close. Um, and so he kind of pulled me in and said, Hey, I would really like a partner in this. And for us to basically work towards 50, 50 split ownership. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I'm like, well, I'm kind of like an owner because that's like the goal. Right. And it's not on paper right now. Um, but I'm doing all the work. If Hartley's listening, it's okay. He knows that I'm yeah, doing yeah, all yeah, the work. Yeah, 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 Because yeah. <laughs> um, he just got married and is on his honeymoon. Um, but so basically like all events got canceled. And so I was working on bringing in events and optimizing our website and like doing all that and basically like finding us. Right. Gigs. Gigs, yeah. yeah. But now there's no events. But now there's no events. So I had this idea. No, it wasn't an original idea. I saw a lot of coffee shops that I follow on Instagram doing, like, um, lattes, like, multiple serving lattes. 
that like then you sell and then a consumer can just have in their fridge and like shake and pour over ice and right. have like five or six servings of a latte at home. And so um, I saw, yeah, saw a bunch of people doing it a lot of different ways, which was really cool. And I was super inspired by that. And I was like, well, I have this Hartley had loaned me the espresso machine that we use for our events to just have for us to enjoy, which if you listen to any of our previous episodes, you know that that was like a quote unquote birthday gift from Hartley to me. Right. Um, of like letting me use the machine and have it in our home, which has been awesome because it's amazing. It's a Lamarzoko GS3. Um, <laughs> sorry, I like burped. <laughs> no, I'm like, nobody knows what that means. <laughs> no, I mean, some people know what that means. That's cool. So it's exciting. Um, but yeah, so basically I was just going to like do lattes for friends, like some hot lattes. But then this kind of is idea idea kind of took off and I was like, well, I can do that yeah. and I'm not making any money. And, and this can bring home some. This can bring some money in. So I've been growing that for the last week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, We've sold quite a few. Um, waiting for a new shipment of coffee beans to come in um, before I can make some more, but... It's been really fun. I've been really enjoying it. So I basic I call them leader lattes. Okay, speaking of leader, y'all Canadians spell leader like litre. L-I-T-R-E, yeah. It makes no sense because you pronounce it like leader, but er is E-R, not re or re. Yeah, and also with center. Yeah, so weird. Don't get that. And a couple of other words. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. So, um, so here's the thing. I'm going to defend us. Canadians. Oh. Um, I'm not actually sure why we do the RE. No, it's so weird. But here's the thing. If we got that from the English who invented the language, (laughs) you as an American can't criticize us for staying true to the English language. However, it's so complicated because phonetically it's er, E-R. Yeah, but English is jacked up phonetically anyway. So why make it even more complicated? We're not making it more complicated. You guys are. We're you guys uncomplicating are, it. We're no, actually simplifying are, it so well, that non-English speakers can learn better. Maybe lowering the level is another way to put it. Like you're. <laughs> We're not you're, dumbing anything you're, down. You're, you're if like, that's what you're, you're trying like to say. Dulling the blade a little bit. <laughs> on the, like so, and we're just keeping it sharp. You know, in true English fashion, it's very pompous. So, <laughs> so very un-Canadian of me. Litre lattes, if you will. Yeah. So it's been fun. It's been good. It's been good to see you do that and keep busy and enjoy that. Yeah. It has been really good. And I, I love it because, you know, the intention is once things start opening up again that we can start doing events. And I want to do pop-ups with like businesses and kind of that'll be fun yeah i really want to do that stuff so right now we're doing what we can and um making good coffee and sharing it with the people we love do you think this is something that some companies are going to continue to have ongoingly i think so yeah i think some some of them have done it really well so i follow a wide range of coffee shops across the states i follow a couple in canada no one in canada is really doing it Probably downtown. It might be a different story, though. You know, I follow. Do you the good people downtown, and yeah. no one's really doing it. Yeah, that's probably true. People on the west coast are doing it. In Canada, I or don't just follow in any general? west coast Canadian coffee shops. Okay, just, okay. Just American, so I don't know. But it's west coast shops that I'm seeing 
And it, and I think also too, I guess, depending on your social distancing guidelines of like, that's a good point. Yeah. If people can still come in every day, then there's not really a need for them to pick up a giant latte. Are coffee shops still open in the States like that? Some are. You, you just pick it up and you go. Oh, but you can walk in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and some are like a little different, like, so I think depending, I know some shops like close down completely. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I've sell one. Oh, you guys don't have it here. I was just gonna say, okay. So in the States we have plastic milk jugs. Yeah. Okay. And ours are in a bag. And yours are in a bag. Okay. But in the States you can have, you have like a gallon milk jug, which would be like the big milk jug. And then you have a half gallon milk jug. Sorry, where are we going right now? I'm talking about different coffee shops. No, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm like, I feel like we went through like a whole bunch of different rabbit trails. And I'm like, I don't know what we're talking about right now. So I just need some help right now. So I wasn't trying to diss, but I literally was like, okay, at like six minutes ago, you started telling us what you were doing. with, And I'm like, I have no clue where we are. So I'm not dissing, I'm not dissing. But I'm like, I need to know like where we're headed. Uh, okay. So I was talking about how different coffee shops are doing different things. Okay, 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 because I was so confused. if that wasn't clear. If that wasn't clear, I apologize. (laughs) And maybe it wasn't, because to me, I'm like, everyone's following what I'm following. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. And I was like, I don't know what we're talking about right now. (laughs) So like, okay, so like I've seen some shops do mason jars, and we're doing mason jars as Hearts Espresso Bar. We're doing liter lattes in a liter mason jar. Right. Um... And we do six shots of espresso, four ounces of syrup, and then milk to the top, which ends up being about 22 ounces of milk. Um, And that can give you anywhere from five to six ice lattes, like depending on how big you pour them. Um, So some shops are doing mason jars. I've seen some shops doing um, like the really nice glass bottles that um, have like a normal... It's like a wide jar, but mm-hmm. then it comes up at the cap and it's like a small cap. Oh, like the booch bottles. Yeah, like a booch bottle, but not yeah, like yeah. the tall bottles. Not the tall bo- booch bottles, like the more squatty, short and stout. They still hold like a big thing, but they're like shorter, but sure, they're like sure, wider. Sure. But then they have like a normal size like drinking thing. And then I, <laughs> and then I saw this one co- coffee shop, which I love what they're doing. And they are using, this is why I started talking about Okay, objects. okay. This, my husband is not a fan of my podcasting skills no, right now. Because I'm like, yo, it's, we're pushing like a long time talking about different kinds of bottles right now. And I'm like, all I can feel is like, who is still listening to us talk about different kinds of squatty bottles that are kind of like kombucha bottles? Oh my God. Okay, here's a question that I have. This is what I'm getting at. This is where, what how are businesses going to like what okay this is where i'm getting at what is gonna like how is corona gonna change businesses forever oh this is kind of like the question i have in mind so when i was asking like are like do you think these like leader lattes are here to stay i guess this is like uh, the the example i'm thinking of Mm -hmm. in terms of like the big picture question for me Mm -hmm. of like how how are businesses like Mm -hmm. making the transition Mm -hmm. so for instance I, i was thinking through like when they first, when they first made the video, the cinema camera, mm-hmm. right? Um, when they first made the cinema camera, the first movies were just plays, mm-hmm. and then they just put the plays up on, on. But it's like, 
it took time to figure out that a movie was different than a play mm-hmm. that had to that had to be taped, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about like, okay, so churches right now, we just we're even like I'm guilty of this, just taking what we were doing in live mm-hmm. and just finding the quickest equivalent to putting it on digital. Mm-hmm. So here's our service in like real life, and we're just gonna tape it all and put it online. Mm-hmm. Here's our youth group experience, and we're just like pulling the closest thing Mm -hmm. but there has to be this like next evolution Mm -hmm. where it's like okay now all of a sudden we've figured out what a movie's supposed to be Mm -hmm. right so i guess like when i'm thinking about a coffee shop Mm -hmm. what is like post corona coffee gonna Mm -hmm. look like and that was kind of where i was at so interesting yep does that make sense? Yeah. So back to the milk jugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're winding up for that, weren't you? I it, came, see, it came quick, actually. It did. It did. I could see. I could see something brewing in your face, and I didn't know what it was. Because well, I didn't know if you were going to circle back to me, and I was like. Is it going to be weird that we just never talk about coffee again in this podcast? No, it's not the coffee. It's not, no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I said my piece. <laughs> coffee can be interesting. It just just not for me. No, no, babe, it's not you. It's not you. Just I don't. I think nine minutes about any sort of jug, it might be a lot for her. The jug is important. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. so anyways, yeah, I think coffee shops are gonna. There's, I think it's twofold because I think people are gonna realize. One, there's a lot more at-home coffee drinkers right now. Mm. That's true. And hopefully that kind of spurs people on to experiment in coffee at home in a way that opens them up to good coffee. Right. No one's making a caramel macchiato at home. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one's doing that. So if I'm not going to Starbucks every day, then what I make at home is probably, like, a French press. Mm. I mean... We're just going to ignore Keurigs and Nespresso's for the sake of this conversation. But it's going to be like a French press or like a pour over. Yeah. Well, that coffee is completely different than a caramel macchiato. Right. Even if you put your caramel macchiato creamer in it. Babe. What? What you should do or what we need to do Mm -hmm. is we need to be the good food of coffee. You know what I love? What? You always say we. Until I talk about ownership, and then you're like, you're not an owner. Okay. <laughs> but other times, it's but every other time, it's we. No, I was trying to be supportive. I was uh-huh. trying to include me in the process. Okay, so be supportive. Include like you in the process. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're being the good I did, You know what it was? I didn't want to be like, this is what you need to do. Oh. That's what, that's what, that was oh. my heart behind it. So I thought we would soften the blow. So mm. let me just we clarify. We usually does soften the blow. Let me just clarify. Yeah, this is ahead. what you need to do. <laughs> so... <laughs> What you have to do. Oh, no, yeah. okay. This is no, okay, think about this. Good food is like popping right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And like everybody loves cooking these amazing uh-huh. meals at home. And the beauty about good food is that they do all of the creative work for you. It's true. What if you like you said, no one's making caramel caramel macchiatos at home. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because they don't have an espresso machine. Why can't we but ice but you're doing an ice latte? Uh-huh. Why can't we couple it? Why can't you couple it? <laughs> a little like a little caramel pack and a little mm-hmm. like card that says, here's how you can make mm-hmm. an ice caramel macchiato at home. Yeah. And like, here's how you do the drizzle and here's where the, like, do you know what I mean? That could be cool. Yeah. No, I totally see what you're saying. And I've definitely already thought about like, um, adding garnishes to the side. That would be awesome. There's nothing really, um, well, not dissing on Starbucks caramel macchiatos, but I'm not gonna do like a caramel macchiato. No, no, no. I understand. Like, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Not but, really cough. But you can. <laughs> I was just gonna let really that coffee. slide. I was hoping you were just gonna keep talking. 
<laughs> okay, so yesterday when we were doing delivery, um, mm-hmm. it, we had a funny moment because uh, it was my first day off, uh-huh. and we're up driving in yeah. the car at nine in the morning, uh-huh. and it was hitting ten thirty, and he wouldn't get me coffee. And you wouldn't swing through. Well, I had to fight you to like yeah. go to a Starbucks or Tim Hortons on my well, behalf. Because I was late, and it wasn't even ten thirty yet. You were already asking coffee for nine thirty, and you got coffee at ten fifteen. Yeah. Okay. The devil's in it. Whatever. You're right. Probably. I was gonna say the devil's in the details, but that didn't make sense. Um, yeah. But I thought it was hilarious. I think you were holding out because you didn't want to get me coffee because we were serving craft coffee, and you didn't <laughs> want to buy me Tim Hortons while we were driving around no. in a car. And I was like. I want coffee. But also, I was behind. That was my biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was behind. And I had promised deliveries by 10. And the the next person was going to get it at 10, 10, 15. 15. But they ended up getting it at 10, 25 because we stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, So we were 25 minutes late. Yeah, so I feel bad. Um, but It's okay. Everyone on deliveries is... No one's doing deliveries on time right now. I mean, but... My yes is my yes and my no is my no. Okay, you're right, you're right. Okay. So that, anyways, that's what I was like. But then I, we were going to drive. So we had two, we had delivery in Scarborough, which was, what was got delayed. And then there was a delivery in North York. And I thought, I don't know much about North York, but I know it's fancier than Scarborough. Maybe there's like a craft coffee shop that's opened. So then I was like, oh, well, once we go to North York, like after I do my that delivery, yeah. then we can see. But you couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. Also, I didn't. I I couldn't think of any off the top of my head because North York has like fancy shops and little like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But there's not really like a coffee scene in North mm-hmm. York, or or the part of North York that I think of is more like. Uh, Asian restaurants and bubble tea places and mm. stuff. So I don't. I I yeah. mean, there's probably a good coffee shop out there, but I don't. I don't know. Bubble tea is really big in Toronto. It is. Yeah, we, it's. I love bubble tea. Are you warming up to it? I mean, it's all right. It's just sugary, milky iced tea. Yeah, you can get it less sweet though. But you're not a big fan. Do you like the tapioca or no? No. Yeah, that's like the best part. To me, bu- bubble tea is just empty calories. I mean. And what was your criticism? I mean, <laughs> so kidding. like if it's worth it to you. <laughs> sure, but. sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so <sighs> I think coffee shop, but we're circling back to your original question, sir. Um, I think coffee shops, I think it's going to be a bit of a both because, oh, you were saying we should do the good food of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to do that with, um, actually, I have this recipe that I want to test to add to our lineup where it's actually like a citrus mint tea Hmm. so it's like a sweet mint citrus tea um and then i would serve i would if you got like a jar of it i'd give you like a little teeny jar of like um or like a lemon and a lime on the side or something for you to slice in to do like garnishes or something right i have thought about that because even with like we have a couple flavoring offerings right now and i'm like oh this would be so nice if you garnished it this way or if you did it this way and you could just elevate your own at home coffee experience um, so I am thinking about that and thinking about stuff like that. Part of it is it's more, I mean, it would like up the price, right? Cause you need a separate container for garnishes. And right now yeah. we're doing like no waste life, which is great, but I'd probably have to have some sort of disposable thing for garn- Anyways, I've thought about it. circling back around to your question. How do I think coffee shops are going to change after COVID? One, I think they're going to really pick up. Yeah. People are going to have a million coffee dates with people, like all their friends, family catching up. Um, Coffee is a 
super wide market. Mm-hmm. So at-home coffee, specialty coffee, Tim Hortons coffee, diner coffee, mm-hmm. McDonald's latte from a machine, press one button coffee. Like, they're so different. Yeah. Um, that I think there is so much room for craft coffee to grow and for people to love it and experience it. And I think with quarantine and COVID and everything, people want something special or good or unique or different or like something that just tastes like I didn't make this. Mm. Right. You're like, Oh, I just like want something nice. Like I want something like I can make my normal Keurig cup. Sure. But I don't have an espresso machine to have whatever fun mm. coffee that reminds yeah. me of sitting at the shop with my book or with my friend right. or my gal pal yeah. or, you know, whatever. So I think coffee shops are really going to um, come back with a vengeance. And I don't I don't think there'll be any issue for them yeah. unless unless cor- shutting them if unless loss of sales during quarantine really, really has dampened a shop. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we will continue as hard espresso, probably leader lattes for a while after quarantine, not indefinitely, um, but for a while because we are simply just events. Um, But I think other shops probably will have it on the menu, but probably won't do a bunch. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I think people want to come and sit. People do enjoy coming and sitting. Yeah. 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 It's just, Yeah. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see just how some businesses change, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I wonder, I think, you know, like Best Buy have, have mm-hmm. the curbside pickup, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious because they never have more than six people in the store. Like, it's... Uh, it's And 12 employees. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 12 <laughs> employees and six people in the store. It's like, you have this giant box building, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're doing curbside pickup like they ever have anyone within six feet of each other mm-hmm. at a Best Buy. But, like, I'm like, oh, what if they... Like, you know how Ikea has, like, big Ikea stores, but then they have Ikea pickups? Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, a lot of those big box stores, mm-hmm. like Michael's and, like, if they start saying, hey, we're not going to make more big stores. We're just going to have these, like, pickup locations all over the place. And that actually, do you mm, know what I mean? Maybe. Like, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what kind of what happens where yeah. they have certain stuff in stock. and. I guess it depends on how expensive your stock is. Like, for an Ikea, they have a huge range of expensive items. It's not good worth point. it for them to stock every store. Yeah, yeah. But Structube's for Michael's, like that too. yeah, that's why Structube only has the showrooms. Sure, yeah, and they even call it showrooms. They don't even call it like. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, mm. I don't know, but I I do think, I think even with things opening, social distancing will still be in effect in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're kind of still with the curbside pickup. Although some people have been doing terrible at curbside pickup. Let me just tell you, Canadian Tire. Not winning at life. Yeah. <laughs> I, it takes like you put something for curbside pickup and it's literally like I received an email five days later saying it was finally available for for pickup. Yeah. And I had to go there and ask them about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Like some stores, you know, what's crazy is I think what I'm realizing is I think when certain things are very far away from me, mm-hmm. I assume that it's like. This amazing competent thing. Hmm. So I'll give you like Canadian Tire. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, it's this big successful store that is all over the, the like Ontario. Mm. They must really have their ish together. But then you think through, no, it's someone like me <laughs> who's 
the manager yeah. over there. And yeah. it's another person as dumb as me who's in charge <laughs> of that department. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a bunch of dumb Nicks running Canadian Tire. <laughs> and that's why they suck right now. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I even think about that even from the government. Like I used to think of the government as like, like the government's in charge. Yeah. So they must really know. They know something we don't. I know. They, they're just the best of the best. Yeah. And then they're like, no, they took poli sci. It's just the it's the dumb <laughs> me who decided to take poli sci and then just yeah. follow the career path. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like I just think of like oh like those people. I'm not actually saying these people are dumb. By the way, I'm just saying like they're not superhuman in the yeah. way that I imagined these unknown figures mm-hmm. beh- pulling the strings at Kennedy Tire and yeah. the government. Like oh, they must just be these super geniuses. And actually, you know, they're still normal people, and yeah. that's why. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. during a quarantine when no one knows what they're doing. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Right. And yeah. anyway, yeah. And some people are quicker to adapt than others. That's Staples true. is pretty much on it. I've ordered things from Staples. Well, I ordered twice from Staples. The first time I received an order, a confirmation for pickup 10 minutes after I placed the order. See? They got their stuff together, yeah. The second time? (laughs) And they were used to working online with businesses. Because my sister used to work at Staples. And she said the majority of their sales, this is like years ago, was actually online. Interesting. And I didn't know that. So they're doing tons of business online with business, like business to business business. I remember working at Starbucks and our office supplier was Staples. And so if we wanted anything, we ordered it through Staples. Exactly. So if every Starbucks orders from Staples, there you go. Right. And there's probably like a hundred companies like Starbucks that are using Staples, but they never, like their manager is not going into a Staples to pick up post-it notes. Yeah. We placed the order online. Right. Right. So Um, that's so interesting. Yeah. So. So those big box stores for like Staples, Mm -hmm. the big box is really just branding for them. Yeah, I guess so. It's like a physical billboard that stays there forever. And and the the baseline consumer, like me and you and we need printer paper, yeah. can go into a Staples. But the reality is is no one's buying enough printer paper Mm-mm. to keep that big box alive. It's yeah. actually it's like a branding ploy. That's a good point. I mean, that's smart because we yeah. always think of Staples. I don't think of anything. Like if if I didn't see Staples every day, I would have I guess I'd go to Amazon for printer paper. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where really I would go. Exactly. And there's only... Yeah, yeah, totally. That That's oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like we're discovering the most obvious things about business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like branding. <laughs> <laughs> if we're in quarantine long enough, we'll think ourselves are uh, MBA. <laughs> yeah. Not going to have master's in business just yet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it is interesting, though. I, I think, like... We were laughing yesterday with some friends. We dropped off a, a latte at their house and they gave us bread. Yum. Thank you. Bread's so delicious. Um, but they mentioned, oh, we wanted to go see such and such movie in the theaters. We'll have to go once quarantine's over. And I was like, yeah, they're still around. This is <laughs> like, true. Movie theaters like decided not to adapt. Exactly. And yes. I'm very curious to see... I mean, I have zero... I don't want to go to a movie theater. There's actually nothing appealing about going to a movie theater to me. I like it. I like the popcorn. You do? Yeah. Like, I know that, like, with me and you go to the movies, that's, like, a $40 day or $50 day. I love the popcorn. And it sucks that I pay 50 bucks to drink pop and popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense at all, but I do it all the time. Yeah. So, anyway, I was at this conference and Simon Senek was giving an example of how he was talking with a cinema mm-hmm. about how what they're doing during Corona times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and he's like, yeah, they just basically cut their employees and hunkered down waiting for Corona to lift. And he's like, 
why do you exist? Like, yeah. you exist to entertain people through movies, and you're not doing that. Yeah. And it's like, this is why you're going to go under. And it's kind of it's going to be like another blockbuster Netflix situation mm-hmm. where because they, they're not actually adapting mm-hmm. into into the way the world actually works in the second, like, mm-hmm. post-COVID, yeah. they, I don't know if they're going to be around. So, because, yeah. I don't know, I think I heard on the news, my mom was telling me how, like, AMC was boycotting Universal Studios. Uh-huh. Or were you telling me this? I, I definitely mentioned it. So you're an idiot. So yeah. Universal Studios put out their movies on like other streaming sources. Yeah, they like put it online and you could pay 20 bucks to own the movie. To own the movie. And yeah. they made more money yep. on their own mm-hmm. than what they were making with the cinema. Yeah. And the cinema got mad and said, we're, n- we're going to boycott Universal Studios. Yeah, we're not going to show any. Yeah. And I was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. They made more money without you. Yeah. You don't have leverage in that negotiation. Yeah. Why did you think that you could boycott someone that's making more money without you than they were with you? Yeah. And, like, it's that kind of mentality that's yeah. so, like, infuriating. Like, how can people be so, lack such self-awareness yeah. that they, anyway. Oh. Especially with streaming services growing and streaming service specific content like netflix originals amazon prime originals hulu originals right you'll never see any of those in the theater exactly they go directly to streaming exactly yeah. exactly and you're paying your yeah yeah i heard a uk company bought a canadian or an american cinema company and the their the their business model in the in the uk is like subscription based so mm. you pay like let's say 20 bucks a month and then you go as many times as you want to the movies that's cool. It makes sense because they I make all I their money on popcorn maybe. anyway, yeah. right? So it's like, anyway, I thought it was brilliant. I hope I hope to do, do something like that for Canada. That They'll would be ha- dope. I mean, movie theaters will have to have to grow yeah, and evolve totally. after this because yeah. certain industries, I think, just. I mean, there is necessity is like the mother of innovation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's this is a time of great necessity for some things and other things are deemed non-essential and we live our lives without them. And I think we'll realize, Oh, we didn't really need that as much as we thought we did. Yeah. Or we'll realize, Oh my gosh, this was such a valuable service. Totally. Whether that's curbside pickup. I think the grocery thing of people ordering groceries online will stay the same. I think, I think there'll be a short dip once things kind of get back to normal and people be like, Oh, I can go to the grocery store. But then I think after that, people will be like, oh, yeah, but it was so much easier to order online. There's uh, no yeah, yeah, need yeah, yeah. for me to go inside store. Yeah, like a lull again. back to the old way, but then like, oh, no, no, I'm not going back yeah, to the old, old like way. Yeah, kind of like a nostalgia of like, oh, this was fun. For and like a hot like, two weeks, and then they're yeah. like, wait, I found out how to do this faster. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That I think that'll sense. happen that a lot. Sense. I think restaurants, people will eat at a lot more, mm-hmm. and I think coffee shops will grow. Um, but... Curious to see about everything else. I guess it also depends on timing when things can open and stuff. Yeah. And Canada is starting... Canada and America looked very similar for a while, but they're now starting to diverge. And In what way? In the plans to reopen and the oh, timing. Okay. and Sure. Um, and America is is much more open than Canada is. Yeah. Um, even Redding, like Shasta County, where my parents live and a lot of our friends are, there certain like coffee shops are allowed to open really uh-huh but wow. you have to have special social distancing rules so you have right. limited seating but yeah. you can come and sit yeah and well dougie ford's on it man he's like listen it's coming yeah yeah so, um he oh he just reopened the provincial provinces but not the beaches and you can't camp out yet provincial provinces what is sorry it? provincial parks oh okay. so like yeah anyway 
Oh, um, so the beach isn't open, but the park itself is. The, yeah, provincial parks. So I'm guessing like Algonquin Park, if you want to go for a hike, is oh, now cool. officially open. Oh, good. You can't stay overnight, is my understanding, and beaches so. are still non-essential. I guess because they just draw too much attention. Maybe. Yeah. I guess I guess I get the not camping overnight thing because if you could have like 12 people camping. And they're all stuck in the tents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that. like going on a hike, I don't uh, That I think is fine. I just wish the beaches would, would open up. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Um, should we do some ask credit? Sure. All right. So the first one is uh, if your significant other turned out to be a 3,000-year-old ultimate life form capable oh. of shape-shifting. How would you react? I hate it. I don't like shape-shifting. Shape-shifting is creepy to me. I would divorce you. You would divorce me? I would divorce you. If you were some 3,000-year-old shape-shifting life form... I think it could be fine. What? You lied to me, bro. Think about it. Well, think about it like this. Our whole relationship is built on lies. Yeah, but a beautiful one. I thought you were a virgin. Well, I could be. (laughs) A 3,000-year-old virgin? Maybe this is... I was saving myself for the one. Maybe this is it. This is like some special (laughs) rom-com. Oh, my gosh. It is truly like Edward and Bella. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Um, Yeah, that would be weird. I I just, it would creep me out. I would be so creeped out. First of all, shape-shifting, creepy. Nothing good. When I think of shape-shifting, I just think of like weird horror stories and creepy stories. If I shape, here's the thing. If I shape-shifted into this body, why couldn't I do better? Like I would have just. I think just, you did just fine. You're really oh, handsome. I appreciate right? it. I appreciate it. But I just would have been like taller, more muscular. You think? Flatter stomach. Yeah, for sure. What? No, well, you're so handsome. Thank you. I appreciate that. But maybe after just three thousand years. Yeah. You, like, no, no. After three thousand years, you're not vain. You just you you come to respect just like a humble body that's handsome in the face. I would just carry humility in my heart, and I'd still have a rocking body. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? All right, so vanity after three thousand years, going strong. Nope, nope. I know. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's funny. Uh, if I found out you were a shapeshifter, hmm, she's I would, a witch. I, w- <laughs> I saw this meme. Uh-huh. It was this girl, and it was like. Uh, in the 1500s, a woman says, "Do you want to see a magic trick?" And then the next frame is like her in a coffin because oh, they killed no. her. Um, anyway, uh, what were we talking about? If you were a 3,000 year old, mm-hmm. I'd be yeah, it'd be weird. I would. I think I'd have so many more questions. Like, how did you not know that? Because should you like you know? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that would be. Okay. Am I like? Are you? Yeah. Like immediately, I'm thinking like, are you part of the lizard population? Like, are the lizard people real? All three thousand years. Like, are you a lizard? Yeah. People that like control society. If like, you're you know, three thousand years old, why are you married to me? Shouldn't you be starting the Illuminati or running it by now? Yeah. Like, or like, what? What's why married to me? Like, am I part of your cover? Yeah. Why am I so special? <sighs> or maybe I'm not special, and that's why you picked me. <gasps> maybe you're one of the rejected three thousand year old lizards. Rejected. Yeah, you got kicked out. Now you have to. Now you have to have a normal life. <laughs> you did something and you got banished from the lizard <laughs> society. What would you do to get banished from the lizard society? Uh, that's funny. Showed your lizard face in public, maybe. Um, and it would be like you would never. You would never stop touching the thermostat on the rocks. You know, like. You know how you know how reptiles you're, you're have the to cause have, of global warming because you no, just couldn't keep well, you the thermostat like, the same. Well, they're cold, they're cold-blooded, right? So uh-huh. they need the temperature 
to actually warm. regulate yeah. them. And you were the one who disagreed with the temperature that everyone and they else just liked. You out. They're like, listen, Natalie, we can't handle this. We like, we need it. it at 27, and mm-hmm. you keep turning it to 23. You're Go done. live a normal life. You're no longer running the world with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, what are you going to do? I'm going to work. I'm going to potentially be a co-owner of a mobile espresso cart company. I'm going to lead a simple life. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, if someone offered you half a million dollars in a lump sum to take cold showers and baths for the rest of your life, would you do it and why? I don't... You know, you gave me a heads up on this question. Uh-huh. And originally I was like, no. I, no, there's no price for comfort. There's no price because the comfort of a warm shower, the comfort of a warm bath. Yeah. Like, I don't, $500,000, not going to cut it. Not going to cut it. Like, that's barely the price of a house out here. Literally. I know. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's so sad. But then I thought, and I thought, hmm, I don't know. I mean, I could become one of those people that just, like, doesn't wash their hair. Or maybe I just go bald. And then... I can always just shave my legs outside the shower. And then I really only have to be in the shower for like two minutes. And they say cold showers are good for you. And then I'd have enough money to really put down a down payment on a house and really get this business going. It might be worth it. I'm thinking the same thing. Here's yeah. the thing. If, if, uh, if, it, if it was like I just lost hot water in the bathroom and like... Potentially, I could shave with hot water or something like that. Whatever. Mm. Like, like just on my face. You could still, like, go in a hot tub. No, you can't go in a hot tub. It said cold baths. But, like, a hot tub that's, like, by the pool. No. That's not a bath. Like, I'm not bathing in a hot tub. No. What? I think, I think, I don't think you can. You, you're not even allowed hot tubs? It said. What it about said a heated co- pool? It said cold showers and baths. But bath is, like, a bath. So, a hot tub is... Not like a hot tub, I'm pointing to the bathroom, but like yes. a hot tub that's like outside. By the pool. I feel like that's cheating. But I'm not like bathing in the hot tub. I don't bring soap into it. I just like sit and hang with friends. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Thanks. Here's the thing. <laughs> I would say if if I could condemn myself to cold water condemn in the bathroom, yeah. I would do it. Uh-huh. But if it was like you have to choose cold showers every single day of your life... I feel like I would fall falter. Oh, uh, like you you had the choice of hot water and you... I have to choose cold water oh. in the morning. I'm like, oof, we're going to forfeit that half a million. Oh, so then the question is, can you make a one-time decision or you have to keep making the choice? Yeah, I think oh. that's what it would come down to. If it was a one-time decision... Yeah, you could do it. I would learn mm-hmm. to, to this is my new normal life mm-hmm. and... And now we're half a million dollars richer at the early in the early stages of our life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I would do that. But if I had to choose it every day, uh, uh, that would be hard. Like if I'm 50 and I'm still taking cold showers and it's a temptation every day and I'm like, was it worth it? And mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the fruits of it, but I'm still kind of, uh, that would be hard. Yeah. It's like the apple in the garden. It would be hard when you're older. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a wuss, man. I'm a wuss. I mean, if you took that 500000 and you immediately invested it. But say it was like, okay, if you falter, you have to pay it all back. Yeah, that would suck. That would I suck. wouldn't do that. No. That I, would have I to be wouldn't trust myself. Straight. I'd have a bad day. Like, I'd be cramping or something and be like, I just need a warm bath. <laughs> and then people are foreclosing on the house. Yeah. Cool. Interesting. All right. Well, 
That was fun. Well, that I hope you fun. guys enjoyed. Sorry that I rambled apparently so much. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> you should be. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. I'm going to go apologize to my wife. We love you guys. <laughs>